Opportunities. They are around us all the time. And it's our responsibility to see them and to seize them. We create opportunities through our intentions, our choices, and action. So what does it take to seize opportunities? Or what are some ways we miss them? And why is it that some people seem to have more than others? That is the topic for this week's 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast. Each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. One of the things that I feel is a, is a really great subject to dive into is around the concept of opportunity. And I want to approach our topic today on two angles, which the first one is, is around opportunity that happens all around us all the time. And it's up to us to have some awareness, to be able to recognize it, to have courage to step into, confidence to say yes to opportunities. And the other side that I want to tackle with you today is the opportunities that we create and what does that look like and why do some people seem to have the ability to do that why do some people struggle with that so let's start um, as we dive into the podcast here about opportunities that are all around us every single day I'm gonna just start out by saying as a person that has has been able to capitalize on opportunities I wonder how many I've missed I wonder how many times that I've either been um, preoccupied, too busy, maybe didn't have the courage to say yes to something or to step in. And, and I can really break it down into a real simple situation once where it's actually happened multiple times where you might be sitting in a group, maybe it's in a leadership team meeting or maybe it's just in a group of people and you're thinking about something but you maybe don't say it because you're not sure that it's off topic or on topic, uh, you kind of question it and somebody else says it and they, and you're instantly like, Oh, oh yeah, I should have said something. I should have said something or, or I, I was thinking that exact same thing myself. Yeah. And so, you know, what, what's been your experience around that? Well, I think there's, you know, opportunity everywhere. I think it's kind of cool when you do have that, I want to say this, but should I say this kind of moment and somebody else say, says it and you go, man, like we're thinking the same way. This is, this is cool, you know, and you can take steps together and you're never going to stand up and go, that was my idea. I should have said it earlier, but I didn't, but you got all credit now and this sucks and you know, you can't, you <laughs> right. can't do that, but right. then you have to just run with that then. Right. Um, but I think from an opportunity standpoint, you have to be looking for them. Right. You know, not life is not going to walk up and go, here's a box of opportunity for you. Take it and run. Like you're, you're going to stumble across things. And you made a comment earlier that, you know, you may pass on an opportunity that opens up another opportunity for right. you. Right. And you look back and go, man, if I would have done this, could it, could it have been different? Well, you chose that opportunity. And I think too many times in life, people look at obstacles as obstacles and they stop them. They slow them down. They prevent them from moving forward where an obstacle is an opportunity. You, know, right. you get to decide whether you're going to take this obstacle head on and run through it or go around it or go underneath of it. But either way, like you're going to get, you're going to get past it. And I, the unfortunate part is too many people hit that obstacle and go, Oh, I'm done. And then they stop where the person that wants that opportunity goes, get out of my way. I'll go over it for you. And, right. and, and now they're, they're heading down that road. Uh, it's, 
it's tough because there are things, you know, I, I, I look at the world differently. You look at the world differently, you know, an opportunity, um, that I see in retail spots is a different opportunity than somebody else sees, you know, and it's, it's changing the way you do something. It's, you know, not hanging something with tape, but using a material that actually hangs it just right. That's right. an opportunity. You know, right. I, I think there's the cool thing about our world is opportunity is everywhere. You just have to go after it and pick it up. You know, and, and it makes me think about what are the attributes? What are, what are the qualities of somebody who um, isn't afraid to, to take on an opportunity? Or, or what's the difference maker between the person that sees that barrier, we'll just call it that, as um, an opportunity to be defeated, to be, be overcome, however you want to approach it, versus an obstacle that stops me? And, and I when I think about what those attributes are, it comes down to me to, to um, whether it's courage, whether it's confidence, whether it's just belief, whether um, you have a mindset, you know, even if, if you see things as limiting all around you, when you run into that obstacle, it's usually a stopper. But when you have a different mindset and you see things as um, possibility, and you have a strong, intense driver, like your your purpose behind it, your why behind it. You find ways to crush it, and and part of that too is is enlisting others to help you. That it's not just uh, if we try to do things in isolation. I made a post about this on LinkedIn just the other day, and it was on on uh, your post on, on a previous podcast. Okay, and I just said, listen to how Matt speaks, and it was you were talking about elevate and what we were working on together and my like I just said listen to how he speaks we are better together and I think that's one of the coolest things about um, you know opportunities in this world there are things that we have to do on our own but sometimes there's times when we've really got to lean into others to help us get those things and and there are times when we're going to do the same for somebody else and pour into them and help them get there I think that's the, the, the biggest and the coolest thing is when you see the opportunity yourself, but you enlist someone else to help you with that opportunity. Right. And now you're dumping an opportunity in their lap. You know, they, they, have, they have the opportunity to buy into it and help you with it or they pass. Right. You know, and if you're going to, if I'm going to reach out to you and say, Jim, I got something pretty awesome. I want you to be involved with this because you and I are doing what we're doing. You automatically just buy into it. Right. And you you want to do it. Now it could be, I need you to meet me in my house at midnight bring a shovel. I can't tell you a whole lot about it. You're like, yeah, let's do this, you know, <laughs> right. but you don't know what you get yourself into where most opportunities are. I mean, there's a reason they're there. There's a reason that somebody's reaching out to you and saying, Hey, there's something that you have that I need to make this successful. Right. Come work with me on this. And I think rewinding to you know the beginning, it's confidence. You know, people that take on opportunities win because they want that next opportunity. They right. win. And then they want another opportunity and they win. If you take on an opportunity and you lose, it's hard from a human standpoint to go, I mean, I just, I screwed up on this last one, but here's another opportunity. I, I just don't know if I should do this. Right. You know, and you're hesitant about doing it. Right. The challenge for that is that's an obstacle. Like mm-hmm. you got to get that, get out of your head. You're the, you're the one person that's going to prevent you from doing something that you want to do. And if you're, if your brain's saying, yeah, I made a mistake last time. I probably shouldn't do it this time. Well, you, you knew what the mistake was. You've already, you're already better because of it now. Don't make it again and, and go take on that next opportunity. 
but you have to enlist people. You have to ask questions. You have to have someone that you can talk to and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to do. Where do you see problems? Help me fix this before I dive into this and then take that opportunity head on. It, 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 so here's the thing is, is what we're talking about is this to me, it's a blending of the two positions that I, you know, we're talking about here is there's opportunities that occur that are presented that fall into our laps. And, and it's really good to have that person to bounce ideas off of, or, you know, what would you do in this situation or how would you approach this at the same time? It's that, uh, it's that, um, out of those relationships, you have things that come up and you create those opportunities. And that that's just fascinating to me is that it's it's the partnerships that you have with people. It's the connections that you have. Two guys sitting across from each other on on uh, early mornings yep. created tons a podcast. Of, tons of opportunities. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and who knows where this leads yet. It's just that we responded to say, hell yeah, I want to do that. Let's go. Let's do that. Yep. Um, uh, I think about some of the things that hold us back though. Um, and I want to talk about that because part of what I do is, is both a coach and a trainer is to help people understand what are the things that, that might get in the way of us noticing opportunities. So I'm just going to talk about awareness around it for a second. And so, um, to me, there's, there's two key things and, and I'm going to wrap it into busyness because that's a passion area for me. I see this all the time where people say, I'd love to do that someday. Right now, I don't have time or they, you know, they're buying into some excuse that they keep telling themselves. One of the biggest barriers to noticing opportunities is the fact that we're racing through life in this, you know, rat race. And you look at our schedules, you look at our calendars and there's no white space. Like I'm a visual person. So I think about a calendar that, uh, and if you're this person that's got a color coded, amazing, gorgeous looking Google calendar. And it's got everything mapped out and it tells you where you need to be every moment of the day. And there's no white space. That's a problem. Unless part of what you are so disciplined in is that you've, you've actually color coded your white space, maybe, you know, but but the idea is, is that margin time allows for thinking that margin time allows for the coffee conversation, that margin time allows for ideas to be born for somebody that might walk in, if it's in a workplace to walk into your office that margin time allows for ample time to get from one meeting to another. So you're not constantly rushed when you were rushed. You know, I always think about this as our, our head is down. We're looking either at our device. We're looking at, um, the, the, the notes for the next thing that we're going to do when we race into a meeting or to a job site or wherever it happens to be. And all the while there's all these things that are happening right around us. And it could be with our own team members. It could be with customers. It could be with, just holding the door for somebody and being a decent human. Who knows who you're holding a door for? That person may be somebody that could open up figuratively another door for you, right? And that's one of the things that just bugs me is, is that as we go through racing in that hurriedness, we are blind to incredible things that could be. Yeah. You know, I think a word popped into my head and that's breathe. You need time throughout the day to breathe, yeah. throughout the week yeah. to breathe, the month to breathe. And people that want opportunity and chase opportunity sometimes have too much. Yeah. And they're pulled in 10 different directions. They're racing, like you said, and they don't have time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's not certain things are at an awesome level, but then certain things are at an okay level. And there's some things that, that you just look at and go, man, you never, you never made that phone call. Crap. 
I miss that. Right. You know, and you don't have that time to breathe. And, you know, I'm a type of guy that I always want to be busy. I always want that what's next project. Right. It's something that I'm not, I don't want to be just sitting on my couch going, man, I wish I had something cool to do today. Like there's something you're, out, you're, you're working towards. But when you get to the point where you get home at 10 o'clock at night, and it's like, oh, crap, I like, I still have to get ready for tomorrow. I got to do this. I have to do that. I need to go to bed. I'm exhausted. Right. You're not breathing. You're stretching yourself so thin, chasing opportunity that the grand scheme of things, you are going to miss major opportunities down the road because something's going to fall through the cracks. And that one person that has this opportunity goes, yeah, I'm going to pass on this one right now because I, I sent three or four emails to this guy and he hasn't gotten back to me yeah. yet. He, you're done. The door just got closed. Right. When you stretched yourself too thin, you did it yourself. I mean, you're the, you're hungry. You want all this yeah. stuff, but don't stretch yourself so thin that you just miss some pretty awesome things down the road because you want to be that guy that's constantly chasing things. Well, and, and so breathe is, is, is a great like reminder of that. Um, think is the other word that came into like just time to think. And, and, uh, I know that, that you, uh, are very disciplined about getting exercise. You have bicycle time, yeah. whether that's on a trainer or you're actually on the road. And, um, I know that that gives you time to sit and think about life that gives you time to think about four girls acts no, yeah. it gives you time to think about ideas on a podcast or things that you want to do at your full-time job um, uh, for me I, I do that but I don't do it in the same way so my great think time is driving yeah and I hate to admit that I drive as much as I do but and you drive up more actually oh, yeah. Yeah. but uh, but that is an incredible time for me where I shut the radio off I mean I love audiobooks and I love podcasts big advocate of that but there are times when I just need to shut it off so I have time to think yeah and and that right there then sort of makes me think about ways that we create opportunities because I'm thinking about hey uh, that person said something to me and I'm starting to think about I need to touch base with them and uh, maybe the you know whether you want to argue that opportunity was already there or you're or you're you're creating a new one that's born from it for me, there's ideas that I do with things that I want to write or podcast topics or business ideas or things that, that uh, are happening with a client that I, I just pops into my head like I need to serve them better. Yeah, I, I have two hours of think time every day. Yeah. You know, an hour of drive time to work and an hour of getting home. Uh, I have so many people that, man, you live so far away. Why would you make that drive every day? Right. And I've been doing it for 15 plus years and it's it's... Believe me, like if I if I had a business in my backyard, I could just literally ride my bike to that'd be that'd be fantastic. But right, I don't. I right. have to drive. But the value of an hour to process my day, driving to work, setting my mind right, getting getting that that thinking. Okay, when I get here, I need to do this, and I need to call him, and I need to email this guy, and I need to go work on this, and I need to go do that. When I get to the store, I'm ready to go, and it's not sit down at the desk and then pull out your calendar and go. Now it's on my agenda for today. Like I already have it laid out driving home at night it's my way of decompressing thinking about my day thinking about what i miss what what i need to work on what i need to do, do tomorrow so when i get home and i walk in that door and i have three girls that jump on top of you and welcome you home i can be a dad now yeah and you know too many times where you get home and you're still in the business mode and it's time out girls i need another half an hour before we have dinner to just to sit down and, and figure things out 
that's not fair. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. And if you're bringing that work home with you, you're not being a family man or in, in taking care of your family. You're, you're processing work. So you got to find that balance and of that, that, that think time, that breathe time, whatever it is, that has to be part of that. I think you just hit on something that is <clears throat> vital that the missed opportunities that are going to haunt us are the ones that we miss with when our kids are young mm-hmm. or the times that we didn't spend with our family, whether that was to make a vacation or whether it was just to have dinner or to show up at their event, you know, whether it's a, a soccer game or a concert or something at school, those are the things that are going to haunt us later. And, and this is the, again, I'm just going to bring it back to the importance of we must schedule priorities on our calendars. We got to put those first because we get so, we get our lives so horked up between commitments and priorities. And we tend to overcommit with things. The, the bad part of that, the negative aspect of that, and I love being busy. I'm a busy person also. And, but here's the, here's the thing. When we overcommit, it's always at the expense of a priority because we, maybe we didn't check the schedule. We didn't check with the spouse. We didn't know something was here. And so now I've, I've agreed to go do this thing with you, Matt. And then I find out later on that, oh no, I was supposed to be here. Yeah. And, or, or maybe it's, you know, I have adult children now. So maybe it's my adult son says, Hey, can you help me on my house project this weekend? And I didn't have margin time. And I have to say no to that. I've had to say no to too many things in that I'm getting at that age of my life where I don't want that anymore. I want to say yes more to the most important things. Yeah. I, I'm, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. If I reach out to someone and I, I need your help, come be a part of this. And then we're going to it and I get a phone call or a text that says, hey, something's running long. I can't make it. Yeah. And you go look back and go, okay, I can do this. It's, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm prepared. But I needed you. I wanted you in my, my corner. I, I needed to have you there. And because of something that you overcommitted to, something that ran long, you showed me that this priority was more important than mine. Right. You know, so looking back, I may not give you a phone call. I may not reach out to you again because I can't count on Jim to be there. Right. You know, and that's the frustrating part where um, that's the easiest way for a door to be slammed in your face, the, the door of opportunity when you can't make that happen. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I guess the overall end goal is take on opportunity, chase it, go after it and get it, but don't be stretched so thin that you miss major opportunities in front of you, you know, get past the, the level of entitlement that I think people should just give me things. Right. You know, (laughs) that's not going to happen. If you are that person that wants opportunity, it's on you to go find it. Yeah. It's on you to ask questions. It's on you to, turn things over and turn things around and try to find that, that next thing. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you are the only person that will get in the way of the opportunity. There's going to be obstacles. Those obstacles are going to, are going to, are going to happen every day. But if you choose to let that obstacle stop you, you're the one that stopped progress. Yeah. You're the one that's not going up after that opportunity. Now there was an obstacle there that, that was part of it. But I just said earlier, like you're the only person that can get in the way of that. Right. Get past that obstacle, find a way to go under it, over it, through it, whatever, whatever it is. And then look back and go, that wasn't that bad. I made, I made this happen. And if you are that person, you will find opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, because you're, you're always pushing harder to get there. Great point to end with today is that 
opportunity tends to create opportunity. There's momentum from it. So we want to thank you for listening to the 2120 podcast. Our topic today has been opportunity, and it's great to, uh, it's great to have you on board. Thank you so much.